Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piwaworski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown. 2A views, conservative news, and uh, Craig... Guess what day it is? Thank God it's... that's right folks you know what i am going to make it so that each and every one of you are going to go however you like to do your searches to find movies to watch i'm going to make you go watch thank god it's friday because that was one of the movies that i grew up on i don't i don't know why i think it's so cool but i thought it was a cool movie so anyway that's just me Wait, wait, now, hold on, let's be clear. You're talking about, thank God it's Friday, not Friday. Yeah, not Friday. Another movie, also a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Also yeah, well, there, a very I mean, that's good a, movie. That's a, that's a step apart. That's a, that's a, you're talking about a classic 70s movie right. versus a classic 90s movie, yeah. You know, most, yeah. most definitely. Yeah, that's a generation apart movies, yeah. yeah. Yes, they are, but. You know, I, I, well, I actually, technically, I, I guess it depends on what you mean by growing up, but I grew up on both, but both are phenomenal. Yeah. One, I watched as a kid. The other one, I watched as yeah. an adult, but still. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you like Thank God It's Friday better, or did you like Car Wash better? Oh, Thank God It's Friday was better. Oh, really? I like Car Wash better. Okay. All right. I, I, I enjoyed Car Wash, but... I don't know. Yeah. Something about you know what it was. I'll tell you what it was about. I thought about, Car Wash was funnier. Car Wash was funnier. I thought. Yeah. You know? Although there was one person. There was Leatherman. <laughs> I am Leatherman. Yeah. I love to dance. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. 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 dude yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a guy I could have seen, and I I could have seen him as a Saturday Night Live character in in the in the seventies and eighties. Could have been. Could have been, yeah. yeah that's, that's very true. Very true, very true. Yeah, but that was the one, that was the uh, thing I remember most from that movie. But uh, but Fridays, I mean, in terms of just sheer comedy and one-liners, not even close. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that was really what uh, 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 Ice Cube's coming out as a comedic actor, right? You know, yes. before that, he had been the, the big, bad, scary guy from N.W.A., Right there, you go. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think I'm. No, I'm trying to think. Was Boys in the Hood before Friday? Because he 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 wrote Boys oh, yeah. in the Hood. Although he kind of did the no, no. thing. And Boys in the Hood's a recent movie. That's and, and, and his son his son starred in that one. Were you no, talking no, about no, the original? No. no, the Boys in the Hood was a movie with. Oh, that's him right. I'm thinking. Cooper. I'm sorry. Straight out. I'm thinking straight out of Compton. There yeah. you go. You're thinking Boys straight in the hood out of Compton. That. Yeah. 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 Now I'm gonna tell you what. Was, was his son that. is a really good actor. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, O'Shea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. he yeah. is a. Re- he's been in some of my some of my favorite movies. He's been in. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, he do when he played his dad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> first of all, he looks yeah. like, he looks like his dad just kind of spit him out. Like, like he's a clone. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Talk about a role you were born to play. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, yeah man. It, anyway, good movies, good times. If you've never watched, thank God yeah. it's Friday. Check it out. It, it's yeah. worth at least one watch. Yes. Yeah. How's your Friday going so far? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. You know, uh, getting getting things done. It's the it's the end of the workday here. Just uh, kick it back. Getting ready to do a little. I don't know. Ready prep for tomorrow's show. I just did another show. I was on another show for an hour. Co-host to the guest host of the show for an hour. And now I'm mm-hmm. here with us. So ready to go. Phenomenal. Well, it's always good to have you, sir. Always good to hang out with you. On that note, let's go ahead and kick off the show with a quick shout out to our sponsors. Yep, let's say hi to our good friends over at Hitman Industry. That's hitmanindustries.net. You got yourself an AR in the past five years. Odds are you got one of their barrels. You don't even know it. Well, now you can buy from them factory direct for your next AR build or rebarrel your current AR platform. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting the good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Check out the California 6th Congressional Race while you're there. Uh, If you want the best in concealment holsters, tactical holsters on the market, get on over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com, hogholsters.com. Discount code, the rundown. That's all one word, no spaces, all caps. Get yourself a nice little discount. And if you need some tactical gear, you're ready to get your gear on, you're ready to go outdoors, you're ready to go hunting, go go fishing, go go play in the paintball, whatever it happens to be. You can get everything except the gun at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. As uh, as Mike pointed out, the 6th Congressional District, Craig Deleuze, running for the 6th Congressional District, could use your help. No matter where you live in the country, you can contribute. No matter how what your finances look like, you can donate something. Just go ahead and go to craigdeleuze.com. That's craigdeleuze.com. Kick in a few shekels and uh, help us take back America for the conservative movement. With Craig Deleuze, you can't lose. You can't lose the Craig Deleuze. Just saying. There you go. Not saying. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. But Make hey, folks, happen, do us Kevin. a favor. Visit all of our sponsors. Their links are in the description to this program. So no matter how you're watching the program, you all you got to do is go to the description. And you'll find the links. Check them out. If you like what you see, spend some money with them. You know. And if you do, make sure you tell them it was the guys in the rundown that sent you. Lakesh, Lakesh. You help them, they help us. We help you. That's it. See how that works? See? The circle of life. That's right. You pay me, I pay you. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Moving right along, it's time for us to get to our first story. And this first story, I got to admit, is really kind of pissed me off because this is so. Donald Trump has been ordered to pay 350, well, it's actually $54 million. Now, this is in a New York civil fraud case. Now, I, I have to tell you, the case in and of itself is a fraud. Uh, if you haven't been following it, just a real quick synopsis. When Donald Trump, uh, when, the, when his company applied for loan, various loans there in New York, it's claimed that they overstated the values of their properties or their assets. And as a result, they got a favorable t- 
tax, they got a, not tax, they got a favorable credit, uh, uh, interest rate. Well, it turns out that no, there are no, by the way, there are no victims of these crimes because the companies that they borrowed the money from, they said, yeah, we had no problem. He paid us the money. We made money off of him. We made money off of Donald Trump. We don't mind. So there's, this is literally, if there is any such thing as a victimless crime, this is in fact a victimless crime, but having, oh, and by the way, I almost forgot in the very beginning, the judge decided before hearing any evidence that he was guilty. And the only point of this entire trial was to find out how much he was going to have to pay. And that amount, well, it's $354 million. Once again, in a New York, New York real estate fraud lawsuit. Now the, keep in mind, this is not a lawsuit filed by anyone he did business with. This was the attorney general who decided they were going to go after him, who campaigned on going after Donald Trump. All right. Anyway, uh, da, 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 what they're saying is here, in order to borrow, borrow more and at lower rates, defendants submitted blatantly false financial data to the accountants, resulting in a fraudulent financial statements. Justice Arthur and and Engeron uh, said in a 92-page ruling on Friday, Engeron called uh, the refusal of Trump and others to admit errors in the financial statements pathological. Ergon uh, Engeron, sorry Engeron, uh, cited the tripling of the size of Trump's penthouse as Trump as Trump at Trump Tower as one example. Now. By the way, as a part of this, not only do they have to pay the civil fines, but they cannot borrow any money in the state of New York for three years. Now, Mike, once again, now, financial institutions, they have these things, I believe they're called auditors, right? Or appraisers that can go and review and look at the value of assets. Am, 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 I, am, I, am I correct that that... The companies that borrowed, that loaned him money, knew exactly what they were getting into. They, they were, I, I, you know, and Craig, uh, it's not to say that you couldn't fool an auditor or, or an auditor can't be deceived, but uh, they, they knew exactly what they were getting into with him. You know, they, it, it, they, they cared less about the the square footage on the paper than they did the, the name at the top of it. Hey, we're doing business with Trump. Okay. Sounds good. That's the business we want to be in because guess what that brings us? More business. They didn't care what the estimates were. They wanted the name at the top of the paper and they got it. Well, and that's that's kind of the point is that a a Donald Trump penthouse is worth a lot more than a Craig Deleuze owned penthouse or a Mike Piwaworski oh, owned oh, penthouse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, just like, like, for example, like with firearms, right? If you have a gun that is a, 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 a relic, right, that is owned by or is part of, it was in a movie, it's owned by a famous person, does that or does that not significantly increase the value of that piece of property or that firearm? Oh, sure. Of course it does. And listen, it, 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 at this point now, the Donald Trump penthouse could be on the National Historic Archives list at some point, okay? Because the president lived there. You know, it was it was this place. So it's 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 unfathomable to to, to try and put a number on that. You know, they're going to make a historic monument out of it. Um, it it's it, this is 
this is this is uh, just this is just crap. This is just this is just uh, this is election interference is what this is. Uh, what, what you're going to get here, and I'm going to tell you right now how much Donald Trump is going to pay of this $354 million. And it starts with a Z and ends with an O, okay? All right? <laughs> this, they, I don't know if you saw how they participated in this trial. It was kind of like this. What? No, no, we're here. What was your question? I'll get back to you. You know, they don't, they don't, get, they don't, they don't care. This is going nowhere. This is going straight to appeal, uh, and, it, and it's going to end up nowhere. You know what? What they may do at one point, Craig, is say, uh, okay, what do you want to settle for? A uh, million dollars? Here you go. It's gonna. It's cheaper for me to pay you the million than it is to, to pay my attorneys to play with you some more. So they they might pay it off, you know, for a million bucks for, for to pay for court costs or something like that. But that's it. Oh, and by there the way, go. this there judge, this judge, they got a special message message for this judge too. It's right here. Here you go, baby. Here you go. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. That's what they got for that judge right there. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Yeah. We got a we got a decent number of folks that are starting to are watching us on Rumble, and I just want to tell you, hey, folks, look, if you haven't already done so, do us a favor, click the follow button. It's real quick. You're already there. You're already watching us. Click the follow button. Click it. Look, I'm telling you, Rumble is the place where free speech is free speech is going to if it's going to exist. It's it, after after Biden gets done. After the, the the technology companies do their thing, Rumble is the place in which it's going to exist. So if you haven't already done so, take a moment, follow us on Rumble. It's real easy. Follow us on Rumble. Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. Anyway, you sure, Craig? Now you're sure it's not it's not the TikTok, which is the Chinese trying to infiltrate us, and we must get rid of it at all costs. Unless you're the president, and now you're on TikTok. No, it's not the TikTok. All, right, all right, all right. We're not. No, it's not. We are not on TikTok. Just, just, just so you know, so y'all know. I know, I know. My, my I just, I mean, I know why this government hates it. Our administration hates it, and we must get rid of it. And now the president's on it. Yeah. And now the president is on TikTok. Take a yeah. cookies. cookies. He sounded like when a gremlin turn, when a good gremlin turns into a bad gremlin. That's what he sounded like. Oh, another good seventy. Was it eighties movie? That was an eighties movie. Oh, another good one. Gremlins. Gotta yep. check it out. Solid holiday movie. Solid holiday movie. Yep. yep. On that note, all right. This one, wow. Okay. I, I when I saw this bill, I said, you know what? I want. First of all, for California, I was like, I wonder what took them so long. But I knew that it was actually going to come, and now here it is. California is proposing an annual registration for firearms, and with that comes an annual fee, which basically is an annual tax on every single firearm that you register. So just so you know, in California, we have this thing called APHIS, or the automatic Automated Firearm System. So whenever you buy a gun in California, it's just noted that you bought a gun and what gun you got, what gun you bought, right? Anytime you buy it or it's transferred or anything like that. So you're now entered into the Automated Firearm System. So your firearm is already registered. So my question is, why is it every year do you have to register that firearm it's not like with a vehicle where you have to you know where there's a smog check or anything like that anyway so here's the story so it's here california proposes annual tax and registration even the liberal media gets that the point of it is the tax and registration on each gun in the state the california legislature introduced a proposal to require gun owners in the state to pay an annual 
annual tax and register each gun they own. Failure to register could result in, it says here 250, but it's actually a thousand up to a thousand dollar fine, right? Given that the state can provide identifying information to California gun owners, or California gun owners to researchers of gun violence, this measure would effectively create an accessible registry of all California gun owners and their weapons. You know, and that's a very valid point. So in other words, California, the state of California can give data about gun owners to these research institutions, which basically like we have, we have one right down the street here at California, California State University. No, no I'm sorry. California, University of California at Davis, right next to Sacramento. But Mike, they're literally trying, no one, they're trying to create a registry so that every Californian, every gun in California will number one, be registered, even if you owned it before you came to California. But number two, they're trying to institute a tax on every single firearm, which means that, uh, yeah, you can have, you, you can have your rights, but if you can't afford it, you don't get to exercise your fundamental rights. Hey, Craig, it's, uh, it's the beginning of the year, right? They're sitting around in California up there at the state house uh at the capitol and uh you know right around the corner from me there and then uh sacramento and uh they say uh so how are we doing on numbers this year oh i don't know uh hold on uh the governor newsom Lini. uh nope another hundred thousand left the state yep uh, mostly uh upper middle class and uh and high class people uh they, they've left and taken their money with them uh middle class on the way out the door what are we going to do? We're short money. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough money in the, in the budget to, to do all the crazy things we want to do. Why don't we tax guns more? Let's tax, let's put another tax on guns. Let's do it every year instead of just once. Let's do it. And, and, and hence, the annual gun taxation and registration fees. Here you go, Craig. This is, this is what you get, California. We tell you every time we look at these numbers and say people are fleeing California by the thousands of thousands. They're going to come up with new ways to tax you. There you go. Here's 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 play number one. Well, and not just tax you, but tax you on the exercising of your fundamental rights. And hey, we actually got a message from over at uh, over at uh, Rumble from <laughs> Drunken One. He just wanted to say howdy, Patriots. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's my, that's my, I love that. That's our yeah, audience, Drunken yeah. One. That. That's it. I'm not there ashamed you know. of that, by yeah. the way. Just so you know. Yeah. I'm all down with it. I'm down with it. That's There's cool. no better way to spend your Friday evening, sir. Enjoy. No better way to spend your life. Spend your life that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Was it fat, drunk, and stupid? There's no way to live your life, young man. No way to go through life, young man. <laughs> I can't believe I threw up in front of Dean Wormer. <laughs> Face it, Flounder. You threw up on Dean Wormer. <laughs> Okay, there there are a bunch of there there are several Gen Zers right now who are like, what are they talking about? <laughs> Classic movies. Classic, Classic movies. movies. Animal House. Yes. Another. Yes, we're full of them and full of it. <laughs> Another movie. Another generational movie. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, moving right along. Now, Senate Dems, uh, well, they're trying to prevent armed church security. Now, this is the bill that's actually in the U.S. House of Rep, or U.S., or not House of Representatives, the U.S. Senate. And it's a bill that's going to make it very difficult for people to have armed security. Let's take a look at it. Uh, this is being reported by Breitbart. It says here, Senator Edward Markey, Democrat from Missouri, is pushing legislation that would prevent churches 
around the country from using a, quote, security services unit, end quote, comprised of concealed carriers in congregations. The bill is the Preventing Private Military Act 2024, and it is a co-sponsored by Senator uh, LaFonza, LaFonza? LaFonza Butler uh, from California. <laughs> Big surprise. Uh, the text of the bill prohibits acting as a part of or on behalf of a private paramilitary organization and armed with firearm, explosive, or incendiary device or other dangerous weapon. In another portion of the bill, the text provides circumstances that qualify as an action that is prohibited and includes the use of large-capacity ammunition feeding devices, or standard-capacity magazines, as you and I like to call them, uh, which is a leftist-speak for magazines that hold more than 10 rounds. Uh, protestia uh, uh, sounded the alarm over the bill, suggesting it would make it illegal to publicly patrol, drill, or engage in techniques capable of causing bodily injury, harm, or death. Now, Mike, I guess the thing that gets me about this bill is this. Like, for example, in California, they've made it so it's illegal to, to conceal carry in church, even if, even if you have the permission of church administration or the church pastor, which makes it so that you can't have church, armed church security. Now, what are one of the places that will exclude gang violence and drug violence, drug and drug deals, and schools? What's one of the places where we've seen a significant number of attempted mass shootings? I'm going to go with adult entertainment establishments. No, the chances are half right. the people it, in there are armed. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, they got a weapon on them for sure. Um, the uh, um, uh, churches, obviously, places of worship. Exactly. So one would wonder, why are you trying? And by the way, just, just so you know, when it comes to that, whether or not you can carry a firearm, I'm assuming that the people who attend that place of worship will obey the law. What are the chances are that the person who's coming there to kill everyone in the place of worship, what are the chances that uh, they are going to obey the law? Craig, once again, this number keeps showing up today. It's a trend. Starts with a Z and ends with an O. Zero, baby. Zero chance. Zero chance. Um, you know, Craig, what, what gets me is, is is the wording in here. What they want to do is outlaw uh, uh, people that train in a paramilitary fashion uh, so that they can uh, bring violence to others. Um, you, you, you know, Craig, um, gun safety classes, right? So they want to they want to outlaw safety classes for firearms they want to make sure you know how to you, you we're on one side of the, the gun control debate craig everybody must undergo eight hours or 16 hours of training before they can get the permit and maybe we'll give it to them right before they can apply maybe we'll give it to them on the other side of the gun control debate oh the training we want you to get we're also going to outlaw it so you must get eight to 16 hours of training in these states to apply for a permit and then but if you get the training you're now it's now illegal for you to get the training well exactly 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 it's like you can't get the training but you got to get the training in order you know what they also they've done in california they changed the requirements for what's considered so now that everybody can get a concealed carry permit or that it's now shall issue 
what they've done is is that they've changed the requirements for who can do the training. It used to be NRA. If you were tra- if you were certified through the NRA, it was fine. Now you actually have yeah. to be post certified, meaning you have to be certified to do law enforcement, which a lot of trainers have have, have aren't post certified. So a lot of them are, aren't able to do concealed carry training. So you got a lot of people who are applying, but they're like they can't get training anywhere. No, that's the state. Just the state didn't say that they have to make the training available. No, they just said who has to offer the. And training. it doesn't have to be affordable either. By the way, Drunken right. One has chimed back in, and, and I take it he is uh, he is appreciating the bourbon collection that is behind you. He's saying here, I wish I was at Mike's place. Look at those bottles. Yeah, that's called Location Bravo, gentlemen. <laughs> All props. None of it's real. None of it's real. It's just it's props that I just keep in the building here, Craig. Uh, there's some over there. There's some over there. They're just props. I'll tell you guys as a a little little story. We filmed our first episode of the rundown there, and it was my first time at Location Bravo, and uh, I tasted uh, more than a few bottles. (laughs) And uh, well, let's just say I'm glad that we we did we filmed the show early in the tasting process and not later in the tasting process. Yeah, I remember I remember that night. Since then, we keep glasses in here too because I had to throw away a lot of bottles after you were chugging on them like that just... <laughs> like Craig come on you're eating tacos and eating bourbon at the same time that <laughs> floaters in my bourbon now dude what am I supposed to do man gotta be me gotta be me right oh, I, I didn't, I'm not blaming you. I'm not saying it was wrong I just we may just change his afterwards that's all <laughs> it just is what it I'd is I've done the same thing yeah yeah I've done the same thing yeah <laughs> All right, and our final one, final story for today. Bill, this is actually a Tennessee bill, could ban the sale of cold beer. I'm trying to figure out what the point behind this one is, but this is actually being reported uh, over at the Hill. So let's go over to the Hill and check it out. Okay, it says here, a bill... Uh, A bill working its way through the Tennessee legislature could put a chill on cold beer sales in the state. According to its summary on the state website, SB 2636 prohibits a beer permittee from selling at at retail refrigerated or cold beer. It passed two votes of the Senate and was referred to a committee. The bill was introduced on January 31st by Paul Rose and Representative Ron Gantt who represent parts of West Tennessee near the near Memphis area. The Tennessee Department of Transportation says one of three fatal crashes and one out of three fatal crashes involves a DUI. Grant said this would serve as a deterrent for people who are considering cracking open a beer behind the wheel. Um, now, Mike, you, you I'm just trying to figure this out. Um, if you're just buying a beer, I'm gonna guess that uh, yeah, one the first beer you open is not going to be the one that is going to cause you to be driving drunk. And if you are drunk, if you are already drunk and you're buying a beer and getting behind the wheel, my guess is you don't care if it's cold. 
Well, you know, we're talking about the cold part in a moment. Um, there's uh, first off, there's 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 no amount of alcohol that you should drink and then get behind the wheel and drive. Uh, let's just agree. On that. I agree. Agreed. 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 Zero tolerance. I mean, you go out, you have a glass of wine for dinner. Uh, you're there two, three hours, and you've had one glass. Uh, okay, but those that go out and have a couple of drinks, have a drink, and want to drive home after uh, after work. Now, there's there's just really there's really no amount. I'll tell you this: we tell people this at work. If uh, you stop and have one beer on the way home from work, right? Um, and uh, and and you're driving through your neighborhood, and a little kid runs out between two cars chasing a ball. There's absolutely no way in the world for you to stop. Uh, it's just a horrible accident, and the child is killed. Um, instead of it being just that a horrible accident, you've had one beer, you're at 0.02, you're nowhere near the intoxicated limit, but because the alcohol is in your system, you're now talking about vehicular homicide. Um, it's, it's, you know, there's no amount, there's no amount at all that you should have in your system when, 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 when operating a vehicle. Um, Craig, the theory behind this is uh, cold beer. We don't want it's the gas station beers is, is what they're talking about. You get the, you get the one on the way home or you've had a couple and you want a couple more. Um, you, you see this by uh, other states have tried to do it where they where they cut the sale hours, like say at a gas station, you can't buy beer after 8 p.m. or something like that. That gets rid of a lot of the uh, the late evening drinking. The New York used to do this. Um, many of the northeastern states, you could not buy cold beers. You could not buy the laws where you couldn't buy a single beer. Right? You had to go to the beer store and buy the six pack or the case and they were only served warm room temperature. Uh, and And after years of study and years of study, they realized it was a. Uh, uh, an inconsequential, uh, you know, number difference of of people that had uh, become DUI because of the single beer being sold at the gas station cold. Um, this is uh, this is somebody looking for cheap points for a re-election campaign. Hey, I'm 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 all for uh, not DUIing, you know, not being uh, drunk while driving. But uh, you know, this is this is this is not the answer. You really want to stop this? Stop selling singles. How about that? How about stop selling them in the gas station again? Put them back into the liquor stores, you know, and then sell them in, in multi packs. This is the cold part is just another gimmick to try and say oh. they can't drink it. I'll tell you right now, you get any any veteran in there and you tell them, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir, the beer's cold, you can't drink it," and they're gonna laugh at you. You know, it's just, <laughs> just gonna, you know, uh, I guess Craig, does this mean now like bourbon we have to store cold because normally you drink bourbon at room temp, right? So. Perhaps we need to take all the hard alcohol and make it cold to keep people from drinking it. There you go. <laughs> I dude, I don't know. I I'm 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 clueless on this stuff. I just I looked at that and I was like, okay, this is I mean it to me it's it's the nanny state. It is what you have to do is when people drive drunk, you have to hold them accountable and you it needs to be they need to publicly be held accountable and deal with the consequences and that's going that is going to encourage people to do the right thing to, to not take those chances yeah that's it that's right yeah just my two cents anyway don't do it don't drive drunk don't drive don't do it don't, don't do it look look with the advent of 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 uber and lyft and all those companies i'm oh, telling you yeah. it's just there, there's too many reasons for you not to have to drive home drunk there really are we didn't have that when we were young, but now you guys have that. You have the ability yeah. to call somebody up and for a few bucks, get home, get home safely. And everybody who's on the road with you will get home safely. The lo the loss of life alone should be enough to keep you from doing this. The fear of the loss of life. Uh, but, but getting past that point, your, your minimum minimum you're looking at for an attorney to take your DUI case these days is in the 10 grand range. So yeah, it ain't it cheap. 
It is not yeah. cheap. Uh, give me it's, that Uber. I'll take that thirty buck Uber ride. There you go. It is. It is worth the investment. Trust me. Yeah. It's definitely worth the investment. And with that, we've now pre- we've now reached our parting shots. Parting shots are brought to you by Hog Holsters. Just go to hogholsters.com. Use the discount code the rundown. All caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today at a nice little discount. All right, we've got uh, uh, we've got several of our uh, parting shots today. Uh, most of them are brought to you by our good friends over at the Babylon Bee. Our first one here: Judge orders Trump to pay whatever amount it takes to bankrupt his campaign, and that pretty much sums it up, isn't it? That's the real reason why they uh, why they're suing him, right? Oh, exactly. You know, that's, let's take money away from him so he can't run for president. I, I said this to you when we talked about the story. This is New York State committing election interference. Pretty much, pretty much. And then, you know, we, we talk a lot about DEI and diversity hires. And, uh, you know, Kamala Harris, who, by the way, is the only politician in the entire country that is, that is less popular or less liked than, than, uh, than Joe Biden. Well, she's got, she's got, a, uh, she's got a rival here. Kamala Harris moves into second place in quote worst diversity hire of all time, and uh, yeah, that is Fannie Willis sitting next to her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is in in in, uh, in the Atlanta area. They 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 go with like stripper names for their politicians, their women there. But um, uh, yeah, they, look at look at the body language on her. You're like like yeah, I'm being respectful of the court. Look at me. <laughs> all right, now just so you know. Uh, the uh, 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 Russian opposition leader, person who has opposed uh, Putin uh, for, for many, many years. Well, you know that he passed away recently. And in case you didn't know, Russian opposition, opposition leader dies in tragic swallowing an entire gallon of cyanide accident. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to find out if this guy had not been to Epstein Island before. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Okay. And finally, a blast from the past. Just so you want, just in case you were wondering whether or not you were black, this may answer it. You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. No, no, no. Vote for Joe Biden, or you ain't black. Oh, I guess I ain't black. Nope. Guess you ain't. <laughs> and evidently neither are you. Nope. 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 I have not been fooled by his shenanigans. I'm going to go over there and, li- and listen to his promises. Tell me what great he's going to do for my people. And then he lies and they do nothing. That's not me. Well, cause you so. know, the Republicans are just going to put us in chains, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's it's, it's, it's right there in their manifesto. Yeah. Yeah. It is right there in the Republican manifesto. <laughs> All right, folks. Wait, yeah. before we wrap up today, we got one more thing to do and you know what that is. Got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. That's right. Hitman industries, Hitmanindustries.net. You can get AR rifle barrels and pistol barrels, any caliber, any length you want for your next AR rifle or pistol build. Check them out today at Hitmanindustries.net. California Republican assembly fighting that good fight behind enemy lines. Again, Go check out the California 6th Congressional Race while you're there and kick some dollars down to your candidate. And if you want the best in tactical gear on the market where you can go outdoors, you go indoors, do whatever you want, you get everything except a gun at uscombatgear.com. 
And with that, we're going to go ahead and call it a day. I want to give a quick shout out to D. D is watching us on Facebook. And she said, what a joke. Trump will win on appeal. Yes, and I think Mike made that point. But D, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I wanted to make sure you got credit because I'm sure Mike got that point from you, D. So I did. I stole it from in. D. Stole it from D. <laughs> I took it. Anyway, folks, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We're going to call it a show. We're going to call it a day. We're going to call it a week. Going to hit the road and uh, we're going to chill for a little bit. But we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we will be back on Monday, fun day, gun day. By the way, folks, if y'all got an idea for like an intro video or something like that or music for gun day, fun day, do us a favor. Hit us up in the DM. And that, I, having said that, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>